Welcome to Gardening Naturally with Jeff Ferris. Call or text Jeff now with your gardening and landscape questions. 512-836-0590. Hey, good morning, gardeners. I guess it's going to be an okay day. I got rain last night. I mean, the storms rolled through central Texas. And I go out and check this morning, I had all of a quarter of an inch. I would have taken more rain. That would be just fine with me. But I didn't get any hail. So I'll take that trade off. Parts of central Texas got beat up pretty bad. If it wasn't rain, it was hail, it was high winds, not good stuff. The rain, if you look at the, the Hydromet, which is the LCRA's rainfall gauges for our particular um, watersheds, we didn't do great. <clears throat> we didn't do particularly bad. Every drop is beneficial, but it would have been a lot nicer to get some more. Finally, it was raining in the places where we really, truly need it. Hopefully, hopefully, we will see um, a reduction in the drought. Because, yeah, we're still in a drought. Not our favorite thing to uh, have to deal with, but that's the reality of it. We are still working our way through a drought. Now, we have received more rainfall than average for the uh, January time frame. And for so far, uh, the, the first couple of weeks of February. So we're finally starting to build up some rain. However, <laughs> we don't know how long that's going to continue. The rain could turn off tomorrow, and we're back into the weather we had last year. So remember, focus on building up that soil. Really work at a good, healthy soil. Organic matter like crazy. Um, water stuff when you need to. However, right now we're probably lucky enough that you don't need to water. These temperatures are not drying us out too much, and uh, it, it, it looks pretty decent in the long run to get some more rain. A good chance of rain coming this Friday and Saturday. The other thing is, is this has been Goldilocks temperature. The lows are not too low. The highs are not too high. A little bit of rain. Your garden will probably be going crazy right now. Now, a word of warning. You still need to watch your local weather. Because you want to know what the temperatures are going to be where you live. Right now, one of the weather stations is predicting that Monday... Tuesday and Wednesday mornings, the lows will be low enough that it would it would stunt 
tomatoes if you already put them in the ground. If you have them in the ground, be prepared to cover them up. It's going to be very windy also. So that's not going to help anybody. So if you have your tomatoes in the ground, do what you need to do to protect them from what would be too cool a temperature for them. Fortunately, it's not going to be that cold for hours on end. It's not like we're going to have 24 consecutive hours of freezing because we're not. We're having very reasonable days. Uh, Tuesday is supposed to be sunny, sunny, sunny and a great temperature. Take a walk outside day or really work on your garden. I'm fortunate I don't see on my property, I don't see a need to mow yet. That's a big kind of a big deal to me. I got a big piece of ground. It takes forever to get it all mowed. Um, but it doesn't look like that's a problem yet. Things are looking fine. I got a really good green turf right now. But uh, I don't have to mow it. It's nice when I'm walking in the yard because it's spongy. You know what I mean? You take a step and it's not that hard clay. It, it, it gives a little bit. And that's a good sign that there's plenty of moisture in the soil. Did some transplanting last week. The plants are looking good. Really hoping they start popping up. This weather has been perfect for it. Just perfect for it. And statistically, it is not unusual uh, to go the rest of February without a freeze. Will we? I don't know. That's too many days out front before we'll know what's happening. But uh, they ran some numbers and they said one in one in seven years, we will only get a very early freeze in February, and that's it. Now the only thing wrong with that that's that's great to know that hey I, I I'm really going to get plants going now this month because we're not going to have any more freezes. The only problem with that is on more than one occasion, we've had some killer freezes in March. So it, it's a tease. It, it's a tease by nature. She's going here. I'm, I'm going to show you some really wonderful gardening weather. And when you're not looking... When you're not looking, I'm going to throw a freeze at you just because I can. So be prepared for that. Because it, it will be, uh, it will be heartbreaking to get there where you're watching your garden do wonderful things 
And all of a sudden, you got to run out there because unexpectedly, we really got hammered by a, a, a surprise cold freeze. Be nice if that was the end for this month, but um, it's Texas weather, so keep your keep on your toes about it. Folks, this is Gardening Naturally. I need to take a quick break. I'll be right back. This is Gardening Naturally on News Radio KLBJ with host Jeff Ferris. Jeff is ready for your calls or text messages at 512-836-0590. Welcome back. Sorry, I'm having technical problems here and uh, trying to resolve them. Yesterday, we lost the AM station completely for a while. That was interesting. Um, but we get AM back today, having difficulties on my end. So try and keep them going here. Now, um, this is going to be an awesome day. It really is. Cool temperatures, breezy maybe. That could be a problem. It could be a little windy. But if you didn't get pounded too bad by rain, if you're not looking at standing water all over your property, it's a good day to walk around and see, did you get water? Did you get enough of it? Remember, cooler weather means we don't need as much water. But we have to have water. Go out there and check. Just to be sure, if you got rain, you shouldn't have to worry about it, right? Nothing there. We got rain. You don't have to water. Everything will look great. I had a, a, a transplant, and I will go out and check it. It's only been in the ground about a week, but I know it's gotten good soaking, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, starting to show me buds. Speaking of, I have an escarpment black cherry. Uh, I love the tree. Not a particularly healthy tree. But it is beautiful when it blooms out. I go out there yesterday and it's got green buds opening up everywhere on it. Starting to leaf. Looking forward to that. Let's go to the phone. This is uh, this is Gary. Gary, what can I help you with? Jeff, um, I have um, last fall. I wanted to put down sod here in Kyle, but there was water restrictions and also landscaping restrictions. So I ended up just putting down winter rye. But I was wondering um, when I can put down. Uh, St. Augustine or Zoysia, and if it can be put down over the top of the winter rye? Um, I don't know. If your sod, if the sod shop you go to is providing you with the grass now, you should be able to put it down now. Now, it may still be dormant, so don't expect to roll out big green piece of turf there but you could put down sod now do you want to put it on top of the winter rye 
Not really. It would be best if you could mow or weed eat that winter rye as low as possible before you put sod on top of it. Um, If you put sod on top of grass, the grass underneath the sod will start to decompose. And when it does so, it releases certain chemicals that are not the best for the sod that's on top of it. So try to strip the ground down the best you can, then put the sod down. And yeah, I think you can do it at this time of the year. It looks like we may be getting some rain and that won't hurt at all. Uh, Gary, I'm at the bottom of the hour for a news break. Uh, Thank you for your call, folks. We'll be right back. This is Gardening Naturally on News Radio KLBJ with host Jeff Ferris. Jeff is ready for your calls or text messages at 512-836-0590. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, with the with what we're looking at today, weather-wise, and with what we're looking at for the next week, this is gardening weather. Now, the nights are too cool for your tomatoes, but green beans, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, all of those plants, they're probably going to go crazy. This is is really good gardening weather. There should be moisture in the soil. You shouldn't have to go out there and water. Now, remember... Put your finger in the soil and find out if you need to water. But this would be a good time in your garden. Now, my wife and I have a garden where we're planting tomatoes and peppers, and we're hoping Aunt Molly's ground cherries. Um, And a week ago, we tore everything out of it, got rid of all the weeds, cleaned it up really well, and added a couple of bags of compost to it. Now, we kind of forked the compost in. We didn't dig it in. We just kind of turned it over a little bit with the garden fork to blend it into the existing soil. And then we raked it level replaced our drip irrigation, made sure it was working and in the right place. And then we covered it with the mulch, pine straw mulch. So it's been getting rained on, but nothing else put in it. Just letting that soil kind of mellow a little bit, get the nutrient through it, get the moisture down deep in it, And as soon as our temperatures get to be reliably above that 45 degree or so uh, low, then we'll look at putting our plants in it. I think we prepared pretty well. And when we were doing this, the weather was awesome. All we did was walk out in a t-shirt and put on a pair of jeans, and and that was it. No warming jacket, no uh, 
raincoats, nothing. We had this beautiful weather. And it looks like we're going to get more of it. Now, the weather report says wind. Wind will dry your soil. Okay? Wind will dry your soil. As the wind blows across it, and as the wind blows across plants, it literally sucks up the water. So if we have a windy environment, that means that we should, unless it's a month-long wind, uh, we should go out and check what the soil moisture is, what your plants look like. Plants uh, bring up water out of the soil by changing the pressure, opening all those little stoma in the leaf, which makes it easy to suck the water into the plant. Well, it takes it out of the soil. And when the wind's blowing hard against it, it will pick up all that water. And that can... Um, that could impact your plants. Now, our soil has gotten fairly wet lately. A good soaking, a great thing. But with these following winds, you know, uh, I saw last night they were talking about 58 mile per hour winds. Trust me, that's going to really dry out the soil. So keeping an eye on that, Checking out what you got in your garden. Today's super windy. Okay, let it be windy. A day or two later, if the wind finally calms down, you want to go out and see how much did my ground dry out from that heavy breeze. Now, one of the things that's going on too is your plants are, are being tricked into recovering. I don't want to say they're being tricked. They're shown opportunities. We could still get a freeze. Plants don't know if it's going to freeze later or not. But these plants are going to start pushing nutrients up and down the stems, up to the leaf buds. And what you're going to get is you're going to see the stems of your plant become somewhat more supple. That means um, they're going to start showing you, hey, it, it, it's time to get ready for them to bloom. And that's a really good sign. The other good sign about that is as they become more supple, these high, high winds, they're going to be more flexible. And they're less likely to break or damage um the, the branches and things like that. And everybody, of course, is going, wow, this is really great weather. Let's go out and trim everything. You can do that. This probably isn't a bad time because it's not like you're going to encourage a lot of new growth at the risk of it freezing. 
this weather has been warm enough that if you want to go trim and you cut things back, remember, it's likely you will encourage new growth. And new growth, when there's still a possibility of a freeze, that's a bad thing. But it doesn't look like it's going to freeze. So that is a good thing. Can you go out now and trim trees, shrubs, your your grasses, things like that? Yes, you can. I still say if you're not in a hurry, if you are patient, you're providing habitat in all of that dead winter material for all kinds of critters, all kinds of wildlife, things you want. If you go out and trim it now, you take away that habitat. You take away the beneficial bugs, homes, uh, butterfly homes, birds. Uh, Birds are going crazy. Leaving this stuff without trimming means they're going after the seeds that feeds so many of our birds. They love it. So patience, okay? If you can't do it, if it's like, nope, sorry, I got to clean up, go ahead. It's fine. But if you can be patient, it's not like you're going to trim everything today and next weekend everything will be green again because it won't be. So a little patience can go a long, long way in providing for your wildlife. From birds, shelter for rabbits, shelter for the birds in a storm, um, Butterflies, beneficial insects, all of them are living in that material. Don't don't tear out their homes yet. Your plants will be fine. Your plants will be fine, and you'll be able to clean them up later. But the longer you can wait, the better it will be. I usually don't try try too much to clean things up until I see new growth. That's telling me that the plant's ready to start growing and come back. That's when I feel like it's okay to trim it. Folks, this is Gardening Naturally. I need to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Gardening Naturally on News Radio KLBJ with host Jeff Ferris. Jeff is ready for your calls or text messages at 512-836-0590. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Going to be a good day today. And, you know, going outside is always healthy for us. Getting some sunshine, fresh air, things like that not just physically, but mentally, to go out, take a little walk. Now, I I had forgotten, some of you may not be out in your garden today because isn't there 
there's some kind of sporting event today, and you you, you all may want to be watching it on TV, I guess. But uh, if you are going out, if you're going to be working in your garden, you should be looking at what are we going to be planting over the next month? Because many of the things you want to plant are showing up in nurseries now, which is great. But you still have time for so many plants if you want to start them yourself with seed starts. Now, my tomatoes, which have not been in the ground a month yet, excuse me, in the seed cell, I don't think they've been in there a month, are already as big or bigger than you'd find in a nursery. They've been going crazy. As a matter of fact, I may have to take some time today to pot them up out of the seed start cells because they're doing so well. My peppers, about half as well. They're slower to get big, but they are growing and doing really, really well. So you could transplant those while watching TV, sitting inside without all that heavy wind everywhere, and just relax and uh, eat a few chips, and you could go and get to uh, plant new seeds. Or you could wind up with uh, transplanting if your seeds have already gotten too big. Holy cow. <laughs> My wife just gave me a note here. We planted our tomato seeds on the 18th of January. So they haven't been in the ground a month. And they're already seven inches tall. To me, that's... That's pretty impressive. I don't know about you, but that seems to me that things are going crazy for uh, those tomatoes in their trays. I'm looking forward to um, potting them up. They'll go from the size they are now to about double container size up to a four-inch pot. And then I'll give them another two weeks, probably. They'll get very large in that two weeks. And we should be really close. I don't know if we'll be there yet, but we should be very close on getting tomatoes in the ground and the temperatures being right for them and keeping them healthy. But... Seed starts the way to go. I got the exact varieties of tomatoes that I wanted. I don't have to run to a nursery and battle the crowds to get the kind of tomatoes that I'm looking for and risk the fact that maybe they sold out of those tomatoes. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I Cannot, I got the soil prepared. I got the place to plant them prepared. I'm getting the plants prepared. And hopefully our weather, it would be so nice to get them in really early this year rather than 
get them in. And all of a sudden we have a surprise cold front hit us in March. And I got to cover all of those tomatoes. Now I have covers for them. That's fine. But uh, I would really like to get them stuck in the soil and start growing. And that be it. Just let them go and let them have at it. Remember, we're at the time of the year, too. If you're putting in new plants, you want to keep an eye out for a particularly nasty pest. And it's called a... Uh, Hmm. <laughs> a cutworm. Sorry, couldn't think of that fast enough. What it does is it crawls up to the stem. It stays on the ground, comes up to the stem, and wraps around the stem at ground level. And while it's holding on to it, it slowly chews all the way through the stem. It's like Paul Bunyan came through and chopped all of your plants down. You can plant proactively by doing something like I wrap my, my uh, plant stems with a piece of foil. That cutworm's not chewing through foil. At least they haven't chewed through it yet. And as the plant gets bigger, the foil slowly expands. You can plant it next to a, uh, a hard stick, a popsicle stick, a barbecue skewer, something like that, so that the cutworm can't get all the way around the stem. You gotta protect the stems of these plants because the cutworms are vicious. They're gonna cut that stem off and it's not gonna be good for you to just, well, let's leave it in there and see if it comes back because it's not gonna come back. You can also attack cutworms ahead of time by sprinkling a product called Sluggo Plus. It's an organic treatment that the cutworms eat, kills the cutworms. A little goes a very long way and it should be lasting a month or more. So keep that in mind when you've got new plantings going in. Folks, this is Gardening Naturally. Need to take a break for the news? I'll catch you on the other side.